Welcome to Reality of Faith and Wisdom. My name is Yuri, and today I have a guest here from all the way from Huntington, Arkansas, Pastor Travis Pettis. Am I saying your last name correctly? That's right, Pettis, Arkansas boy right here. Thank you, thank you for being here. Uh, it, it's, 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 it's awesome how our, our paths ha- has crossed in the past, and, and now, now we're here in Florida. You know, I, I was in your church with a band at some mm-hmm. point, and now, and now we're both lead pastors, and uh, and you were a youth pastor back then. Yeah. Now, now we're both. I'm in Florida. You in Arkansas. It's crazy how uh, how God does things. Yeah. And, and go ahead. Well, <clears throat> you know, I met you in Hardy Avenue. Yes. And then I remember, matter of fact, I don't know if it was the first or second time, but I remember when you was there with Hardy Avenue, you was getting kids, and, and you know these kids that were at the show, and I remember you was praying with them. You know, and, and giving them words of knowledge and yeah. things like that, you know, and I was like, hey, man, I like this guy. And I remember JC said, man, I like this guy, you know. And so anyway, that's when I met you the first time. Then uh, then you came to our church, I guess, was that 2016, 17? 2016, yeah. And, and you came to our church and uh, and you spoke. And then uh, I came down here to see you guys. And on 4th of July, then I twisted your arm and to get me to come back. So. No, I, I don't think you twisted my arm, but but you actually, the one who also, you know, invested in our vision, even though, you know, whatever you've had, I remember, you you know, you're saying, hey, I want to bless your ministry. And, and you know, that's that's awesome, man. I, I'm, 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 it's an honor to know you. It's an honor to, to, to get back in, into life and now learn from one another. That's right. Awesome. Exactly, man. It's an honor for me to be here, by yeah. the way. I mean, this, this is probably one of the coolest trips I've had. So I, I got this, this is awesome. I'm learning more than I'm teaching as I'm here. So this, this is great, honestly. It's, it's always how it is. I mean, you, you go somewhere, you think you got, I'm going to give this word, this and that, and you come back and you just learn from, from yeah. a lot of things. I, I, I got to process so much when I get home, man. I'll be, I'll be down for a week just processing <laughs> everything God's taught me well. I'm here. So thank you guys. So March of, of this year, we actually talk, uh, talked about um, the transformation of life. And and when I asked you what you want to talk about, because I, I always love when, when guests come uh, to this podcast, for them to talk about, you know, their passion, what their revelation that they, that they received from God, their uh, kind of uh, maybe a journey that they're on. And so last on uh, last March, we talked about transformation from within and the main podcast was on changing one habit at a time it's it's not enough to say no and i wish and you you preached this on sunday you know i if if only i can stop smoking or stop drinking and stop this when you stop you create you create time and empty time lead leads to more sin and sometimes the next sin that you that you introduce in your life you know it might be even worse than alcohol or anything else so you have to replace one one bad habit at a time and with prayer with 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 the word of god and all these things that's what we talked about last time so changing your habits this time man you were so passionate on the phone you were You were preaching to me for 20 minutes about this. So I'm going to let you go ahead. I'm going to let you introduce your family, introduce you. You know, you have three kids just so people know where you're from. If they're maybe in that city, they're going to come and visit your church. And then and then and kind of give me what you were talking about. What is transformation from within looks like? All right. Well, first of all, I'm Travis Pettis. I have a wife, Brandy Pettis. I have three kids, Ethan, Cameron and Evan Pettis, 17, 14 and nine years old. I pastor a church in Huntington, Arkansas. We have a concert venue called The Good Fight, which is where yep. you guys played. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess, you know, Huntington Assembly, our church, isn't well known, but The Good Fight kind of is. I mean, there's, we're getting contact from, you know, uh, from New Zealand. I mean, we've had bands from New Zealand come through and play. So uh, that's probably more known, our side of the church, The Good Fight, is probably more known than, you know, just our actual church side, what we do most often. Uh, but anyway, uh, the one of the biggest things that... Um, 
that burns on me at our church and the message I want to, I want to bring everywhere. And honestly, I can't say it's for me. I, everything I ever teach, I'm copying off somebody else. I mean, I, honestly, yeah, it, that's it's, how it is. Yeah. yeah. It's something that's burned. You know, I've heard a message and it's burned on me and I just take it and I share it the way I know how to share it. And there's a guy I listen to a lot named Dan Moeller. And, um, if you ever get a chance, uh, look him up on YouTube. Uh, the guy, he don't ever, he, he don't have videos of himself, but there's thousands of videos of, of him out there because of other people putting him, putting him out there from their churches and stuff. And, and his, and matter of fact, he was Todd White's mentor. Um, he, he mentored Todd White at Lifestyle Christianity. And so, but I've, he, you know, he's been to our church and, um, and I've, I've meant it just transformed the way I think. It changed the way I think about being a Christian. Mm -hmm. Um, because, uh, you know, growing up, you know, I grew up, you know, there in Arkansas and I've, I've, I've pretty much been to church my whole life, but growing up, it was all about, um, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. Uh, you know, Christians can't, can't, can't rules, 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 rules. And if you do the, if you break these rules, well, then you're going to hell. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, and so then I've noticed that as I have went out and, and evangelized with people or just talk, talk with people in general, one of the, um, one of the biggest turnoffs for them is the fact that everything's about rules. Mm. And so then, then they see, well, how can this loving God, you know, want to send me to hell? And so then, of course, you know, I've had all these questions asked me over all these years about just meeting people. And so um, one of the things that I've realized is, you know, first of all, I'll try to tell them, you know, God doesn't send anybody to hell. We, we make the choice to go down a road and that road ends where God told us it's going to end regardless. Um, and so that's one of the most simple things I've learned, but, but even further is I've learned that if you're, if we're having to make ourselves <clears throat> do what's right, uh, then what's in our heart, you know what I'm saying? I mean, the Bible says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so instead of me trying to make myself watch what I say, how about I pour into myself the right things and out of my mouth is naturally going to come what I've fed myself. And so uh, again, man, a lot of this stuff comes from, I've, I've learned it. I've heard it taught. And then I go in and I study it myself and it just comes to life to me. And so, um, you know, I've, I said it in, in service the other day is nobody had to make me do what was right when I got married or whenever I actually, so when I started dating Brandy, uh, I fell in love with her. And so I wanted to please her. I wanted to live my life from that point in a way that pleased her. And so from that point, it was, she didn't have to write a book and tell me not to flirt with other girls. You know, I just lost my desire to do so. And so for Christians, um, for Christians that are struggling with sin, I don't ever want you to think that, um, you know, you're in a bad place. Cause like I said, I had a friend that was, he, he, he struggled for a long time, but he kept pursuing God. Um, and so when I teach this, some people say, well, I don't understand because I still struggle yet. I'm a Christian. And, and, and so I don't ever want you to get discouraged, uh, whenever you're hearing what I'm saying, what I'm, what I'm talking about is an end result. I say end result. It is the goal. It is to be at a place to where we're so transformed on the inside that as Bill Johnson said, sin becomes the third shoe. Why do we even want it? So, so first of all, you said that we, we, we learn everything from from everyone else. And I totally agree with you because Solomon said there's nothing new uh, uh, under right. the sun. So we do learn. The second thing you said, the rules, the more rules, the harder it is. Absolutely. And, and I'm, as soon as you said that, I'm thinking about it. We in America right now created so many rules about, you know, I, you can't even travel, mask demand, all these things. I mean, rules, rules, rules. And some of them are good. Some right. of them I'm not, I'm not, but the, the more rules you have, the more rebellious you want to be. Absolutely. 
the more kindness you extend and the more and just say, hey, we need to do certain way, things, but not because you have to maintain, you know, this is it or you die. It's more, hey, because other people will change when you are Christian. Other people will see who you are. Other people, it's not about, oh, I don't smoke anymore. I'm better Christian. <laughs> yeah. does, that, does, that make, does that make anybody feel good? Okay, right. but I'm still struggling. Maybe and I've been still struggling. It's not, <clears throat> it's not that, but it's more, it's more hey, I understand. You said, you said another thing, your friend still struggled, but pursued. Yes. And that's the coolest thing that, that, that I heard you say right now in this moment for me, because that's exactly what I did. Yeah. I've, I've, I've struggled with, with porn, with anger, with lust, with, with alcohol, with drugs and, and all these things. But I kept putting in yeah. my heart, I kept putting who I wanted to be. And every time I fell, I said, God, that's not me. Right. That's, that's not me. I am your child. So transformation from within, what you're saying is fill your heart with love, fill your heart with the word of God, fill your heart. And, and byproduct of that, uh, you know, pray, you know, st- yeah. spend time in prayer and byproduct of that, your intern, you will change from the inside out. Uh, yes. On the outside, people will see a difference in you. Yes. And it'll be a genuine change. It won't be the, it won't be, you know, there's so many people who call themselves Christians and, and then they, you know, and then they're in compromising situations. I mean, we've seen it in, in high profile or even low profile where, you know, people call themselves Christians and, and they're, they call themselves Christians because they said a prayer mm. and, and they, they're not called Christians because of the, because of the evidence of their life. They're called Christians because they've said a prayer. And so a lot of times when we're making ourselves change, um, it's not, it's not genuine, not who we are. So then we're having to play the role of a Christian and we're having to put on that mask of a Christian everywhere we go. And then all of a sudden somebody catches us without the Christian mask on. They catch us in a moment. And then their perspective of God has changed. And then we feel like we failed because we was trying so hard to keep the Christian mask on. And then the moment the mask came off because I had a weak moment and somebody saw us on the outside. And then next thing you know, your life is compromised. Their life is compromised. And so when it happens from the inside out, then what happens is there's no moment where you're taking a mask off and putting a mask on. It's just who you are everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. And so that's, I mean, that's you, honestly. You become vulnerable. You yes. become, and some people might point at you and say, you're a sinner. You're just like, but, but some people that would be, that would be something that they can say, man, if he's struggling, but yet he's still following, I yes. can do the same. Exactly. And so that's the thing is whenever it's, it, you know, we, we mentioned it the other day at lunch, but being genuine about who you are, uh, not trying to play the role, not trying to, not trying to put on the mask and act like everything's great and perfect, but simply saying, okay, I'm going to, like you said, pour into myself, God. And as I pour God into me, and who I am, who he says I am into me. I'm not going to listen to anything other than what he says I am, other than what the word of God says I am. If I listen to what he says I am and I, and I feed on that, um, you know, I, I was, I was teaching a while back about prayer and, and how a lot of times we think we got to spend two or three hours in the morning or in the evening in prayer. I said, Bible says pray without ceasing. And I said, so that means you're feeding your mind. You're choosing in your mind to feed off of what God is saying at all moments even when you're not in this moment of study and prayer and you're not in this moment of worship, you're at work or, or you're at school or you're shopping, but you're feeding your mind. Your, your mind has been feeding on the things of God. That's, that's as much prayer as anything in a lot of ways because you have training your mind to feed. And then when, as you're feeding yourself, it is who you become, not who you have to try to be. It's just who you naturally become. 
When I was a con contractor for many, many years, for over 20 years, uh, most of my time I had my headphones in before the, 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 the you know, iPhone headbuds and all yeah. these things, and, you know, <laughs> yeah. just the wire and, you know, yeah. big, big things. And I would listen to the Word of God. I was actually, that's how I finished the whole Bible is, is I just played a Gen Genesis and I know at eight hours yeah. I, can, I can do my work and listen. And a lot of people are in the same, in those positions that they can. Yeah. And we, a lot, of, a lot of times we say, well, we don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. There's a, such a big lie, to yeah. be honest. Like if you prioritize your life, how many times you just look how many hours we're wasting on the screen of our iPhones or whatever. I mean, if you look <laughs> at it, you'll be, yeah. yeah, if I can get it, pops up, yeah, if I can get all the pastors in like, okay, guys, let's, let's pull it out. Who's, you know, it's, yeah. we all going to be like, nah, let's not yeah. do that. But that is true. Yeah. Like we have time yeah. and we can put it. And I remember that that was everything for me. I, I believe, and I also believe G, Jesus did, uh, he went away, he went, he went to the mountains, he went, he went to the gardens, he went, he went to the desert. So there is, there has to be a There's time. There's gotta be intimate time. Absolutely. There has to be a time. But I, I hear clearly what you're saying because that's exactly what I did. And as a matter of fact, that's what helped me uh, get to this point of my life verse and understand Philippians 1, 6, the one who started a good work and you will finish it. Oh yeah. gosh. He'll finish it. I just have to pour him into my heart. Yes, exactly. And and that, you know, if I could share anything with anybody for the rest of my life, you know, the, the one thing, uh, if I could share that one thing for the rest of my life, it would be quit trying to be a Christian. Mm. Quit trying to be a Christian. Quit trying so hard to look the part. Quit trying so hard to follow the rules. Uh, know God. Simply know God. Open up the word. You know, people talk about, you know, I mentioned it the other day during the sermon, uh, accountability. Um, and, and so accountability should look less like, should, should, you know, Yuri, you shouldn't be watching that. Yuri, you shouldn't be listening to that. Yuri, you, you know, that's, that's, you know, I guess you can say the last resort. Yes. Yeah. But accountability should be more like, Yuri, have you read your Bible today? Have you, have you worshiped God? Have you focused your thoughts and intentions and heart on God today as you went throughout your day? And, and so accountability is more of me saying, hey, have you went after God? Discipline in our life should be less of, I got to discipline myself from watching this, you know, doing this, you know, whatever. It should be more, I need to discipline myself into reading the Bible, into prayer, into making sure my time that I do have. But man, I don't know anybody busier than me. I, I, you know, I told you about that. I'm busy all the time. But I, I told my wife just this the other day, I said, any even in my busy schedule, every free moment, I'm either listening to a message or in, in worship or in prayer, or if I don't have that ability, my mind is thinking on, well, God, what are you showing me? Just like we, all the things you've been teaching me while I'm here. Man, you got to realize for the next, I don't know how many weeks, I'm going to be meditating on this stuff as I'm at work, man. You know, and so it's just keeping your mind. So my discipline is less of, I shouldn't do, I shouldn't, I shouldn't, shouldn't. It's more of, Keep my mind on the things of God. What helped me is is doing the self uh, analysis of okay, what I'm doing today will it bring me anything in in or in my life, yeah. or or am I just spending wasting time? Yeah. Like like the things that I'm doing today, the things that I'm doing at work. Okay, it'll get you another check, but if you don't go beyond that, then you'll be living from paycheck to paycheck yeah. because like like that that that's where my journey started. Is is all right. I am working 40 hours a week. What, what else can change in my life? Lord, help me, help me to, to, to show me more. Yeah. And something changed. And I started, I, I started learning about how to save money. And I started learning about how to invest money. Yeah. So there's always, there's just as much as your spiritual growth 
um, has to be in the way that people see it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I, I want to live how he lives. Yeah. Not because I have something, not because I like, I want to be by you because you have so, so much passion and joy and peace. Uh, I mean, every, everything that we've talked about is God, 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 God. Yeah. Awesome. You know, and you're like, man, you're on fire when you're talking about God. That's why you don't give me coffee for, <laughs> if I'd had coffee, we'd be here all day. But, but so self analysis, that's what, all right. Am I doing the things that, that going to bring me something good? Am I, that, that's going to open the doors to, to a greater life. And then if not, what does the progress looks like? What do I need to do this one step to, yeah. you know, and, and am I, because because for some people hearing what you're saying, they might be like, well, that is awesome and amazing, but it's, it, it has to start with a small step. Yes. Yes. Producing life. And I just heard, I was just listening to a message this last week and it was talking about is what you're doing producing life. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and I've looked at this man, you know, cause you get all these, again, in Christian organizations, you get all these rules and regulations, you know, and I mean, this, this really isn't open in a can of worms, like for example, gambling. You know, I'm, I'm not going to sit and advocate gambling. Um, but, but, you know, technically there's, you know, for, for, for me to jump on somebody who goes to a casino, I'm, I can't do that scripturally. Um, but I'm not going to advocate it because of one thing you see the, the, the fruit produced around the lifestyle of that. And, and there's not a whole lot of good fruit produced, you know? And so again, I'm not going to say, man, you're going to hell because you know, man, that's, that's not where I'm coming from. You look at your life, you evaluate. Is this producing life? Is this producing godly fruit in my life? And, and it's, and it's, you know, so, and so from there, you can evaluate what steps you got to take, whatever. So again, like I was saying from the beginning, for somebody who's at a place where they're, they're, they're wanting to be a Christian and they're really struggling and they're saying, how do you get to the place where you don't want to sin anymore? Keep pursuing God. Quit trying not to sin. I, I, I'm, I'm not joking. I had a kid come to me at a youth group one night and, uh, um, and he said, man, you know, Travis, I want to be a better Christian. And my, and, and I said, what are you going to, I said, what are you going to do to do that? He said, I'm, I'm going to stop drinking. I'm going to stop smoking. And I said, stop right there. I said, you need to quit trying to stop doing everything. I said, my relationship with my wife is not based on what I don't do. I don't have a good relationship with my wife based on the fact that I didn't cheat on her last night. I have a good relationship with her because of the fact that I love her and I pursue her daily and I love her and you know, I want to be with her. And so the, you know, how we, how we become a better Christian is not based on what we don't do. It's based on our pursuit of God. So even me growing up as a teenager, I never had anybody tell me that when you fall, don't give up. Because at one point when I was probably 16, 17 years old, I, I, I found a place where I continued to struggle with certain things. And, and I finally just said, well, I might as well give up because I'm going to hell. And if I'm going to hell anyway, I might as well have fun on the way there. That was kind of my mentality. I never had at that time, because growing up, you know, at that time it was, you're going to hell, you're going to hell, you know, hellfire and brimstone. I never had anybody tell me, just keep pursuing God through your struggles. And as you pour God into yourself, this stuff will fall off naturally. The things that you're struggling with will begin to just melt away as you pursue God. And, and I never, never knew that until I got a little older and I began to learn God's nature myself. And then I realized those struggles were just a blip on my radar. And if I would have just pursued God instead of rebelling in that, for that short time, if I would have just pursued God through that, I would have never felt like I had rebelled or given up is, is my point. Yeah, absolutely. So 
Let me just kind of reflect on the things that we talk, talked about. You know, rules leads to rebellions. Yeah. Saying no and taking time off uh, or adding more time just because say no, it's not going to bring you. Yes. And, and that is called sin consciousness. Mm-hmm. And the more we're sin conscious, even if we're conscious that it's wrong, the more we're sin conscious, we're still giving it a place. We're focusing only on yes. sin instead of on God. And yes. Wh- wh- instead of him conscious, we're sin conscious. And we got to be him conscious. Anyway, sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. No, I, 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 absolutely. And when you're pursuing, when you're pursuing God, keep on pursuing, even, even if, even if you fall, yes. even, even if it hurts, even if you, you go back, even if it feels like you went back to the same hellhole you were in 30 years ago, yes. 20 years ago, 10, because sometimes sin uh, truly hit me so hard. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I am, you know, I'm 30 years old or I'm 28 or I'm 25. I'm doing the same thing that I did when I was 17. So don't go back to those moments and condemn yourself. Yes. Saying, Lord, this is not who I am. Believe in the new things that he says about you. Yeah. You're a new creation. We are a new creation. You know, I heard Bill Johnson say this once. He said, you can't afford to have a thought in your mind that God isn't thinking about you. Mm. So let, let me fin- finish with this. And if you want to a- a- end in the, in the end, uh, if, if God put anything, anything to conclude this podcast, but let me finish with this, with this revelation that God show, showed me. He said, he said, Yuri, every Christian is like a castle. And is, you know, word castle right away automatically goes to big, big building, you know, fortresses, you know, the, the protection walls. And I mean, big, right? Yeah. It's not a, it's not a cookie cutter home that, that we have in you in USA. So castle, but castle starts with one break. Yeah. And as you lay that one break, you don't see that castle. And hundred bricks later, you don't see the shape of that castle. Thousands break later, you don't see shape of the castle. Maybe tens, uh, tens upon ten thousands of bricks, you finally started to see the shape. Yeah. And that's what he said. When when people get on the journey with me, that's uh, they need to see that that I am doing the work in them. I'm yeah. building them. I'm molding them. They just need to stay on on that track with me, yes. and eventually that shape will pop in. Eventually the colors will pop, and eventually you see, wow, this is what God meant for me to live. This is the lifestyle that he wanted me to live when he called me to be his child. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, again, that's my biggest encouragement for anybody who sees this, anybody who ever comes comes in contact with me, is I, I want them to know that each brick, man, just that pursuing God. And even if you don't see fruit from it, I mean, you know, like you said, you don't see that castle. You don't see the fruit from it immediately a lot of times. Just keep on. I promise that it is impossible to plant a seed in fertile soil without it producing a harvest. And it's impossible for a healthy orange tree to not produce oranges. And so it's impossible for you, it's impossible for us to begin laying those bricks in, in our pursuit of God and not eventually get to the castle as long as we continue to pursue. It's impossible. We will see it completed as long as we continue to pursue God. And as long as it's not pursuit of the flesh, as long as it's not pursuit of selfishness, because sometimes, man, you know as well as I do, man, you start laying that brick and then you, you get, you know, for me, I mean, you get selfish ideas, selfish visions, and then you begin to, to, you know, do things for self. And then you wonder, God, where are you at? And then you, you didn't realize your prayer and everything you've been pursuing the last thousand bricks was for you instead of your pursuit of God. Mm. And so then you begin building a house for yourself. And then you wonder where God's at because 20 years down the road, you're not, you haven't seen 
the you know, what you thought you would see, but if you would have just continued to pursue the image of God, Him only, not self, nothing else, but pursue God, that thing's going to come to pass. You're going to see that thing. So just my biggest, my biggest encouragement is pursue God. Fill yourself with His Word. Fill yourself. Get your mind. Discipline yourself in these few things. Don't discipline yourself on not sinning. Discipline yourself on getting to know God. How do you get to know God? Through His Word, through prayer, through meditating on Him throughout the day when you're busy. And if you do that, I promise, there's, I promise you, in time, the fruit that's on your tree will, will not be sinful anymore. It'll be, it'll be godly fruit. Amen. There you have it, folks. So that's what transformation from within looks like. And uh, think about this. Implement it in your life. Take one step at a time. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine in you. Be gracious to you and turn His face towards you and give you His mighty peace. Until next time.